Welcome to Reformed in Public. Please rate and review the podcast if you're enjoying it, or uh, mention it to a friend at church, especially if they have young children as still looking for a publisher for their children's book. Um, If you like this podcast, I'm sure you love growing in Christian virtue, and the children's book is meant to help you teach children Christian virtue. So, back into the reading of The Demonstration of the Apostolic Preaching by Irenaeus. For such is the state of those who have believed, since in them continually abides the Holy Spirit, who was given by him in baptism, and is retained by the receiver if he walks in truth and holiness and righteousness, and patient endurance. For this soul has a resurrection in them that believe, the body receiving the soul again, and along with it by the power of the Holy Spirit being raised up and entering into the kingdom of God. This is the fruit of the blessing of Japheth in the calling of the Gentiles made manifest through the church, standing in readiness to receive its dwelling in the house of Shem, according to the promise of God, that all these things would come that all these things would so come to pass, the Spirit of God declared beforehand by the prophets, that in respect of them, the faith of those who worship God in truth should be confirmed, for what was an impossibility to our nature, and therefore ready to cause incredibility to mankind, this God caused to be made known beforehand by the prophets, in order that through its having been foretold in times long before, and then at last finding effect in this way, even as it was foretold, we might know that it was God who thus proclaimed to us beforehand our redemption. So then we must believe God in all things, for in all things God is true. Now that there was a Son of God, and that he existed not only before he appeared in the world, but also before the world was made, Moses, who was the first that prophesied, says in Hebrew, Barsith bara Elohim basan benuam semethreres. And this translated into our language is, The sun in the beginning, God established then the heaven and the earth. This Jeremiah the prophet also testified, saying thus, The arm, oh, sorry, saying thus, Before the morning star I begat thee, and before the sun, N-G-T, maybe a typo, is thy name, and that is before the creation of the world, for together with the world the stars were made, and again the same says, Blessed is he who was before he became man, because for God the sun was as the beginning before the creation of the world, but for uh, us, but for us, He was then, when he appeared, and before that he was not for us who knew him not. Wherefore also his disciple John, in teaching us 
who is the Son of God, who was with the Father before the world was made, and that all the things that were made were made by him, says thus, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made, showing with certainty that the Word, who was in the beginning with the Father, and by whom all things were made, this is his Son. And again Moses tells how the Son of God drew near to hold converse with Abraham. And God appeared unto him by the oak of Mamre, in the middle of the day, and, looking up with his eyes, he beheld, and, lo, three men stood over against him, and he bowed himself down to the earth, and said, Lord, if indeed I have found favor in thy sight, and all that which follows he spake with the Lord, and the Lord spake with him. Now two of the three were angels, but one was the Son of God, with whom also Abraham spake, pleading on behalf of the the men of Sodom, that they should not perish if at least ten righteous should be found there. And whilst these were speaking, the two angels entered Sodom, and Lot received them. And then the scripture says, And the Lord rained upon Sodom and Gomorrah brimstone and fire from the Lord out of heaven, that is to say, the Son, who spake with Abraham, being Lord, received power to punish the men of Sodom from the Lord out of heaven, even from the Father who rules over all. So Abraham was a prophet and saw things to come, which were to take place in human form, even the Son of God that he should speak with men and eat with them, and then should bring in the judgment from the Father, having received from him who rules over all the power to punish the men of Sodom. For this composite quotation from the Psalms, here attributed to Jeremiah, oh, sorry, having received from him who rules over all the power to punish the men of Sodom. And Jacob, when he went into Mesopotamia, saw him in a dream, standing upon the ladder, that is, the tree which was set up from earth to heaven. For thereby they that believe on him go up to the heavens, for his sufferings are our ascension on high. And all such visions point to the Son of God speaking with men and being in their midst. For it was not the Father of all who is not seen by the world, the maker of all who has said, Heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. What house will ye build me? Or what is the place of my rest? Acts 7.49 And who comprehendeth the earth with his hand, and with his span the heaven? It was not he that came and stood in a very small space, and spake with Abraham, but the word of God 
who was ever with mankind, and made known beforehand what should come to pass in the future, and taught men the things of God. He, he it is who spake with Moses in the bush, and said, Seeing, I ha- seeing have I seen the affliction of my people, that in Seeing have I seen the affliction of my people that is in Egypt, and I am come down to deliver them. He it is who came forth and came down for the deliverance of the oppressed, bringing us out from the power of the Egyptians, that is, from the all idolatry and impiety, and delivering us from the Red Sea, that is, delivering us from the deadly confusion of the Gentiles, and the grievous vexation of their blasphemy. For in them the word of God prepared and rehearsed beforehand the things concerning us. Then he set forth in types beforehand that which was to be, how in very truth he has brought us out from the cruel service of the Gentiles and a stream of water in the desert he has he made to flow forth in abundance from a rock and that rock is himself and has given twelve fountains that is the teaching of the twelve apostles and the obstinate unbelievers he brought to an end and consumed in the wilderness but those who believed on him and in malice were children he made to enter into the inheritance of the fathers, whom not Moses, but Jesus puts in possession of the heritage, who also delivers us from Amalek by the expansion of his hands and brings us to the kingdom of the Father. So then the Father is Lord and the Son is Lord, and the Father is God, and the Son is God, for that which is begotten of God is God, and so in the substance and power of his being there is shown forth one God, but there is also according to the economy of our redemption both Son and Father, because to created things the Father of all is invisible and unapproachable. Therefore, those who are to draw near to God must have their access to the Father through the Son. And yet, more plainly and evidently, does David speak concerning the Father and the Son as follows. Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. Thou hast loved righteousness and hated unrighteousness. Therefore God hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. For the Son, as being God, receives from the Father, that is, from God, the throne of the everlasting kingdom, and the oil of anointing above his fellows. The oil of anointing is the Spirit, wherewith he has been anointed, and his fellows are prophets and righteous men and apostles, and all who receive the fellowship of his kingdom, that is to say, his disciples. And again David says, The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit on any right hand, until I make thy enemies thy footstool. The rod of thy strength shall the Lord send forth from Zion, and rule thou in the midst 
of thine enemies. With thee in the beginning, in the day of thy power, in the brightness of the holy ones, from the womb before the morning star, I begat thee. The Lord swear and will not repent. Thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. And the Lord on thy right hand hath broken in pieces kings in the day of wrath. He shall judge among the Gentiles. He shall fill up the ruins and shall break in pieces the heads of many on the earth. He shall drink of the brook in the way, therefore shall he lift up the head. Now hereby he proclaimed that he came into being, and judges all mankind and kings who now hate him and persecute his name. For these are his enemies, and in calling him God's priest forever he declared his immortality, and therefore he shall drink of the brook in the way, therefore shall he lift up the head, proclaiming the exaltation with glory that followed on his humanity and humiliation and in gloriousness. And again Isaiah the prophet says, Thus the Lord God to my anointed, thus saith the Lord God to my anointed, the Lord, whose right hand I ha- have held, that the Gentiles should hearken before him, and how the Christ is called the Son of God and King of the Gentiles, that is, of all mankind, and that he not only is called, but is Son of God and King of all. David declares thus, The Lord said unto me, Thou art any son, this day have I begotten thee. Ask of me, and I will give thee the Gentiles for thy inheritance and for a possession the utmost parts of the earth. These things were not said of David, for neither over the Gentiles nor over the utmost parts did he rule, but only over the Jews. So then it is plain that the promise to the anointed to reign over the utmost parts of the earth is to the Son of God, whom David himself acknowledges as his Lord, saying thus, The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit on my right hand, and so forth, as we have said above. For he means that the Father speaks with the Son, as we showed a little before as to Isaiah, that he said thus, God saith to my anointed the Lord, that the Gentiles should hearken before him, for the promise is the same by the two prophets, that he should be king, so that the speech of God is addressed to one and the same, I mean, to Christ, the Son of God. For as much as David says, The Lord said unto me, It is necessary to say that it is not David who speaks, nor any one of the prophets in his own person, for it is not a man who speaks the prophecies, but the Spirit of God, assimilating and likening himself to the persons represented, speaks in the prophets and utters the words, sometimes from Christ and sometimes from the Father. So then, fitly, Christ says through David that he converses with the Father, and rightly 
and right worthily does he say the other things concerning himself through the prophets, as in other instances, so also after this manner, by Isaiah, and now thus saith the Lord, who formed me as his servant from the womb, to gather Jacob, and to gather Israel unto him, and I shall be glorified before the Lord, and my God shall be a strength unto me. And he said, A great thing shall be to thee to be called my servant, to establish and confirm the tribe of Jacob, and to turn again the dip- the dispersion of Israel, and have, and I have set thee for a light of the Gentiles, that thou shouldest be for salvation unto the end of the earth.'